Julian Edlow here for DraftKings. The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here. And DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. Conference tournaments, Final Four, to win it all, you name it, it's all available on the DK Sportsbook app. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code ROSS. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code ROSS. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccp.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort located in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario, bonus bets expire 160 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. If you'd like to make your NFL games a little more interesting, you've come to the right place. It's the Even Money Podcast with Ross Tucker and Steve Fezzik. Yeah, Vegas, baby, Vegas. It is the Even Money Podcast presented, of course, by DraftKings Sportsbook, I'm Ross Tucker, former NFL offensive lineman, five teams, seven years. Now I got a bunch of media gigs like the Eagles preseason games. That was a blast Friday night. Of course, do a college football game every week for CBS Sports. Once that starts up and I'll do double digit Westwood one NFL games this year on the radio. In addition to all the podcasts, Ross Tucker football podcast, college draft with Dane Brugler. If you want to know the top prospects for the 2023 NFL draft to watch this year. Certainly check out the college draft podcast today. Steve Palazzolo from pro football focus was on the Ross Tucker football podcast today. And we were able to go over the rookie performances, which is really, really important. Something I will get to momentarily with my guy, Steve Fezzik, the only two time winner of the Super Bowl of professional football gambling. It's the Super Contest at the Westgate. You should follow him at Fezzik Sports and only at Fezzik Sports. That's where the man resides. Steve, there's a lot to get to. I should mention I'm at Ross Tucker NFL. We are at Ross Tucker Pod. And if you're looking to be the spread the word winner this week, that means a signed picture or press pass. I've got some awesome press passes. All you have to do is rate and review any of the shows on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, screenshot it, email it, ross at rosstucker.com, or just do that if you want to ask Steve a question. You can maybe win both. Maybe win the uh, be the Spread the Word winner of the week on the Ross Tucker Football Podcast and get to ask Steve a question. Steve, uh, let's get right into it. Preseason week one, I guess I'm going to give you a blank canvas. Preseason week one, what were your takeaways from a betting perspective? Well, I have to look at the totals, Ross. So 13-3-1 to the over. And we talked about it, the point of emphasis for uh, no contact for the defenders. I think that certainly helped the offenses. But got to be honest, the number one takeaway was just so much scoring versus prior years. Be very interesting to see how 
the totals get bet this week and the rest of the preseason and even heading into week one of the regular season, I think we're going to see an uptick in scoring even in the regular season as well. And it can't all be because of the illegal contact thing. I don't even think they called it that much. Yeah. Well, you know, part of it too is that it becomes a point of emphasis for the defensive coaches to say, hey, they're going to flag this more. You can't mug guys on the line of scrimmage. So that has an ancillary effect that helps the offenses. But um, a lot of conversions on third down, a lot of really strong third down conversion rates in the preseason week one. Now, is that random? I'm really not sure, but uh, I've never seen a preseason week one have as much score as what we just witnessed. If you remember last week, and we posted it to social media, at Ross Tucker NFL, at Fezzik Sports, heck, even DraftKings at DK Sportsbook posted it. Steve said he is the undertaker. Like, he loves taking unders. You said overs last week, Steve. You said it. 13, 3, and 1. That's why you listen or that's why you watch at YouTube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. Now, because of some travel tomorrow, Steve, we're recording this on a Monday. What does that mean in terms of the totals for this week? Are you still thinking over or what? Well, the numbers just came up in a few spots. I was surprised. Most of the totals opened up in the 37 to 39 range. Again, I thought that that was too low. Uh, I bet over across the board, not big limits, but I went ahead and fired because I figured if I wait, somebody else will do it. Uh, I do have some numbers. I look back the last two years of preseason, week two of preseason. Interesting. So last year, if you set an over-under, where you um, what, what over-under would half the games go over, half go under? It was 34 and a half, really low, Ross. But back in 2019, it was 37 and a half was the point of demarcation, if you will, where it would go 50-50. And it sure seemed the eye test that the average opening total was right around 38 I thought it should have been more like 40 after what we just saw. So I blindly, I bet every game over and I haven't done my homework yet on each and every team, but um, that was, those were the initial totals bets that I made just counting on the marketplace. Everyone who's paying any attention is going to bet over again this week after what just happened last week. So, what other preseason week one takeaways did you have, if any, Steve? Before we move on to more week two, what other was there anything else preseason week one that you thought was notable for for this week? It's a speed game. Getting to the number is so critically important. Buffalo, Indianapolis. So report comes out. Buffalo's not playing their starters. Indianapolis is playing their starter. So bang, Buffalo's laying three and a half. You have a few minutes at most to get the Colts plus three and a half. They got a few minutes to get plus three. And then it gets bet plus two and a half, plus two, all the way down to pick them. Well, you know where this story ends, Ross. Buffalo wins by three. So the originators, the, the, the A-plus players that are on top of it, they win. The A-minus players, they get plus three, they push. Uh, the followers, not so good, plus two and a half. They wind up losing. It is so important to get to the number early uh, when information is breaking on this sort of thing. So um, 
you know, that game really illustrates why the very best pros, I'll say it, people get angry at me. They win literally almost every week. And the reason is, is, is they're getting the bets like the Colts at the three and a half. Yeah, the Colts probably should have won plus two and a half. But you know what? If you got three and a half, you were never sweating. It's really interesting. Um, let me ask you this. As far as for week one NFL regular season bets or futures bets, is there anything that happens week one of the preseason that would cause you to make a, a week one NFL regular season bet or a change a season win total better, make a season win total? Like, is it uh, Trey Lance and how he looks? Or is it Baker Mayfield in Carolina? Or maybe it's just a rook. Maybe it's Kenny Pickett looking good in Pittsburgh. Like, is there anything in week one that matters to you, Steve, in terms of week one preseason that matters to you for the regular season? What does and does not matter? Sure, the uncertainty of a quarterback that we're not sure how good he is. You nailed it, Ross. So you're talking about, you know, how good are the quarterbacks going to be for Pittsburgh? Um, you look at um, Indianapolis, Matt Ryan, I don't think he looked very good. Uh, a little bit of a red flag there. Offense not looking good for Indy. Don't like that. Um, certainly uh, the Jets injury. So the Jets were a team I thought the market was going to be super high on. That draft, greatest draft in the history of the NFL drafts. Jets are going to the playoffs. Jets get bet over five and a half. I bet over five and a half. Goes up to six. Well, then Beckton gets hurt. Wilson gets hurt. I got to tell you, you had a good two hours after Wilson got injured to play Jets under six wins. I found a six and a half. Uh, I think that was an incredibly great bet. Now, Wilson going to be out two to four weeks. It's the perfect injury report because if, if he had been decapitated, then Jimmy G might have been heading to town and suddenly the Jets would have gotten an upgrade. Nope. Now Wilson doesn't get to practice. He's not going to be 100 uh, percent. By the time he gets back and starts week two, um, Jets season, Ross, it's over. It's done. Under six wins. Really good bet. Best bet. Jets under six wins. Um, hard to find now. But um, certainly you had plenty of time to bet it when it happened. So that's interesting because my initial thought when he got hurt and I saw where our guy, Dr. Chow, who, by the way, has like a 95% batting average. He thought it was a torn ACL. Now, I think that the, the people that he has working for him that, put, that posted it maybe used a little more definitive verbiage than he would have. Um, but he thought it was a high likelihood of a torn ACL. My initial thought, Steve, was they're getting Jimmy G and they're going over. They're going to be better. They're, they're going to be better with Jimmy G. He'll have most of training camp. He already knows the offense. It's the same guy he had in San Francisco. So you got to be a little careful about that, right? Yeah, it's a good point. And certainly you could have waited, but you don't need to wait anymore. Because uh, you can still get the Jets at under five and a half at plus money. Really good wager. And, you know, look at the, no further than the week one line. Joe Flacco might start. Don't care if, if, if it's a washed Flacco or a bad, you know, not 100% Wilson. Baltimore, all the money on the Ravens at the Jets. Baltimore's laying seven now, Ross. And I got to tell you, I think it's going even higher. I think it probably will as well. You know, he still hasn't had the surgery yet. They're not rushing him back. 
Especially, there were lots of reports, Steve, that said that they felt like Flacco was playing better than him anyway. They're not going to rush him back, that kid back. Did you see his first throw went like five yards over the guy's head? His next throw, Steve, he grooved it right to the Eagles linebacker, Kaiser White. I mean, he, I don't know about him. He's got, he, you know, here's the other thing, Steve. He needs the reps. He need. he's a young player. He needs the work. Now he gets none of it. Nothing. It's a, it's a recipe for disaster when he comes back. It is. And I like him. I, you know, his talent at BYU, some of his throws were ridiculous. I think it's more fun when the Jets are good than when they stink. But it is not a recipe for success him coming back after missing a month. Of you know, it's interesting stuff. you use the word recipe because you literally had a Willy Wonka quote there. You know, uh, Mr. Wonka, what about Wilson's improvement this year? He doesn't get it. He gets nothing. He stole fizzy lifting drinks, busted up his knee, so he gets nothing. Good day, sir. Under five and a half, sir. <laughs> Um, hey, I know we've been doing this long enough. I know certain things that do come on your radar screen. So we still don't know the final Deshaun Watson suspension stuff, which is just insane. We're waiting for this guy to issue his ruling. No idea what he's doing. He just read two briefs. He's waiting for them to try to settle. They're not gonna. So he needs to just announce it. Um, but the Brown starting center is done for the year. Nick Harris. I know you care about centers. Now, theoretically, they can just re-sign Treader, who they cut with a salary cap move this offseason, the NFLPA president. But they lost their starting center, Steve. Does that matter to you? It does, and it matters. That I, I don't. If I had to set an over-under on Watson, I think 12 and a half games, meaning I, I, I could see him missing the whole season. I could see it being 12. What would you set it at, Ross? Uh, 11. All right, we're on the same page. I, I think the NFL is offering him 12. I think he's trying to get eight. I think if he was smart, he would have settled for 10. Because if he misses the whole year, his contract tolls. And then in 2023, when he comes back, he's only making that 1 million bucks, the base minimum, because... Of his contract. So, you know, he eventually still gets it. It's fully get, but he gets it a year later. We all know about the time value of money. He needs to just suck it up. He's and, got some and if I were him, I would take 10 games in a heartbeat. I'd probably even take 12 just to get it over with and, and be able to get the rest of my money the next year. Because the reality is, Steve, even if he misses 10 games, they're, they're, they're not going anywhere this year. He's not going to miss 10 games and come riding in, you know, on a horse and, oh, they win their next seven games with Deshaun Watson going to the playoffs. Like, he hasn't played in two years. By the way, he looked like crap the other night. I, I think under eight and a half for Cleveland. I've gone back and forth on this. Um, I know when it was – we thought it was going to be six games. The sports books disagreed. I saw eight and a half and I saw nine and a half at DraftKings. DraftKings had nine and a half, but now I could only go under on Cleveland. I think an alternative total, I bet under seven and a half at plus 190. 
I could see the, the wheels coming off. And, and, and also, this just in, Baltimore, a lot of pro-Baltimore money. Bengals are good. And Ross, you're in Pennsylvania, the Pittsburgh Steelers. I tell you what, I think the buy sign's blinking in Pittsburgh. I think there, Pittsburgh. It, it is. It is. Pickett looked good. New York is going with the football. So even if Trubisky failed, I think Pickett And that rookie receiver they have, Steve, George Pickens. Now, listen. He had there was I had multiple people tell me that there were some off field concerns with him or just maturity issues. Um, and look, you saw like he squirted a water bottle at the Tennessee. Like, he just does silly stuff, but he is a dude. I mean, he's an absolute stud. Yeah. So, um, so, so he's going to get a lot of personal fouls after scoring, you know, his twelve touchdowns this year. Uh, bold prediction. Pickens is rookie of the year. Steal of the second round. Steelers go to the playoffs. Browns win six games. There is an overreaction to preseason week one. <laughs> I'm posting that. Can I post that? Absolutely. <laughs> um, all right. By the way, when I post up, it's on YouTube, youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL, as well as our social media at Ross Tucker pod. All right. Do you have any preseason week two bets? I do not yet because the numbers are only up at one book. So the limits are are too low. Um, I will say this. There's been a tried and true method that if you simply bet the team that lost the first week of preseason straight up, find the team that won the first week in preseason. That has been a solid, solid moneymaker. All these games have already been hit. In some cases, substantially, Jacksonville opened an underdog, and they're laying three now to the Steelers. So take it with a grain of salt, but the teams that qualify, here they are. I'll give rotation numbers in teams. 402 Seattle, 404 New England, 408 Jacksonville, 425 Philly, 422 Minnesota Vikings, and game 427 Cincinnati Bengals. Um, what about, yeah, that, that's, you say that every year. That's your big thing is the teams that lost versus teams that won. The problem is to use the quote, the movie wall street, you know, all these lines are moving like crazy. I don't know what to make of it. All these lines have really moved, you know, seconds after they open, I'll tell you what to make of it. Your union buddies are talking out there. They're all buying up Blue Star, and Blue Star's getting really expensive. You either get me in all the way. You don't put me in at a 45-degree angle. Got to be in all the way early or just forget it. Is that your second movie line of the show? It is. That's awesome. I like the movie lines. Um, So before we get to some of your email questions, because I love the email questions for you, Steve, uh, I want to make sure everyone knows Steve's going to start shopping at Express because of all the weight he's losing. They have tailored suits on trend and made for turning heads. So as Steve continues to kill it for all of you guys in the Even Money podcast, making lots of money for you, he will also mix and match to create endless outfits or go for a full monochrome look, perfect for weddings and for getting into the Sports Betting Hall of Fame which Steve belongs in, if there is one. What are you waiting for? Find your new fall favorites at Express online 
or in-store. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. All right. Here we go, Steve. Let's get to some of these email questions, which I always love. Uh, in fact, we got Brian going to tee up. Ever wanted to ask a professional sports better a question? It's time to Ask Steve. All right, Steve. Can I just say something to all of you guys that are listeners? I I love all of you guys. We got to do better about trying to make the email questions shorter. We got to. Like, I... These questions are um, unbelievable. So I'm going to go through it, but take it with a grain of salt. Love the Even Money Pod. Had a couple questions on sports gambling. I'm relatively new since I live in Missouri. I haven't had a chance to wager yet, although it sounds like it'll be legalized here soon. Been tracking my picks for three years. Just graduated college. Not working with a lot of capital. Was wondering if you or Steve Fezzik had any tips for starting from a smaller bankroll, or if it is even really possible. I really only look to NFL to gamble. I don't want to be wagering more than 2% of my bankroll on any specific bet, and no, getting rich quick isn't really an option. I did, however, just finish this last season up about 78 units, thanks to two separate massive teaser streaks. And although I know that is likely not repeatable, it makes me wonder if I'm greatly improving on my betting as I try to power rank teams and predict lines ahead of time now. This is Graham Buresh in Missouri. He has a uh, I have no money question. What should I do? All right. I have the answer, Graham. Uh, first off, regarding the massive teaser uh, winning streak, you know, teasers, the long teasers, that's where you tease through the three and the seven. You have to lay an eight down to two, or you take the one and a half up to seven and a half, have been really, really profitable. And, and so don't take it with a grain of salt how well your teaser results are. That's almost like, well, the, the, it's a rising tide. We've done better than expected. By the way, the, the, all the long teasers won in the preseason last, uh, this just this By, past Steve, season. let me ask you this. At what point, do the books either adjust the lines because of people beating them on teasers or, you know, I think what DraftKings is minus 120 on a two-team teaser. At what point do they go to minus 125 or minus 130? Soon. It depends if these teasers keep winning. The truth is at minus 120, they should be okay. You're really – you have just a tiny edge at that point. I'm old enough to remember when six-point NFL teasers were at even money, and the average NFL total was below 40. So when the totals are higher, more variance, and you're paying more in VIG, it's going to be very much harder to win. I'm going to throw something out for Graham because I like Graham. I like his question. Ross, you put Graham in touch with me. You give him my contact information. I'm going to work directly with Graham. We are going to hustle some bonuses in Missouri where he can do things like, uh, you know, get uh, deposit a thousand dollars, get a thousand dollars sign up bonus. I will partner up with him, and we are going to grow this recent college grads bankroll quickly. 
because uh, he's got um, he's got a backer now. I'm going to work directly with them, um, similar to how I work with your friend Paul, if you recall, in um, in Pennsylvania. By the way, Paul was like the m- most successful, uh, had the most successful three month run of a um, of a low roller I've ever seen to the point where he was considering not working anymore, but just betting sports until he started getting tossed from some of the, the local books there. That's interesting that you say that, Steve, because Graham's second question, Graham, I don't know if I'm going to connect you guys because Graham has too many questions. His email's too long. I'm just kidding. I, we love all of you guys. He says he's been listening for two years and feels like he's greatly improved as a result. He had a question regarding DraftKings or another sports book, online sports book, which shall not be named on a DraftKings uh, sponsored podcast, but you all know what it is. Um, you can ask Pat McAfee about that one. Anyway, I know some people, Steve especially, have been van- banned from various sports books. Does the same go for DraftKings or online apps? If they do not ban people, then wouldn't all pro gamblers just use these sites? Or are there smaller limits on these sports books? So this is a guy, I think I, I know the answer to this, but this is a guy that is from a state that hasn't quite legalized yet. Maybe by now they have, but um, they haven't legalized yet. Tell them what happened, Steve. All right. Well, I have good news. DraftKings in general doesn't bar people, but I have bad news. They limit people. And this makes a lot of sense, right? If you got someone that's beating you, you really don't want to just like, it's bad PR to show them the door. So you just lower their limits dramatically. So I would say DraftKings has one of the most aggressive limiting models I've ever seen where you literally one day you're betting $3,000 on the Little League World Series and the next day you get a $50 limit on an NFL total (laughs) when the switch gets shut off. And so that's certainly going to happen. But good news, Graham. My experience has been that if you're in a state that recently legalized, remember, there's no like pro bettors living in Missouri. Apologies to the three that actually are. Um, Why are you living in Missouri? Okay, maybe you're a lawyer and that's where your business is, whatever. Um, So you are much more likely to get backed off if you live in New Jersey or even in Pennsylvania, in Philadelphia, close to Atlantic City, than if you're living in, say, Ohio, Illinois, Virginia, a state that if I was the auditors and the accountants looking at people that were beating me, the last state I'd start auditing would be Illinois, because I know that the ratio of pros and sharps to everyone else is so small, that's not where my priority should be. Hold on a second. Can you bet $3,000 in a Little League World Series? You can't bet a Little League World Series, can you? I, I just threw that out. I'm not sure that that's oh, the case. I can tell you that the limits on, on just things like, um, like, you know, betting lacrosse and the like were shockingly high at DraftKings. In other words, they really took huge bets on things. By the way, let's talk about the travesty that is Little League World Series betting, Ross. You know what? It, it, it absolutely is terrible. You know why? Because the limits in most books are so low. They Wait, you're open. allowed to bet on Little League World Series at all? At some select books. It should be higher. Let us invest on the kids. Come on now. Oh, my gosh. that That's just wrong. They're like 11 years old. Oh, my gosh. Um, 
What do you think the amount is, Steve, that if you win that you kind of get limited? You think it's it all, a dollar amount or is it the number of wins you have? It's got to be some combination, right? It, it all depends. And it depends. Are you picking their pockets? So are you making prop bets, primarily player bets? Um, there'd be a lot more likely if you're winning betting NFL sides, even in preseason, than if you're um, just banging away and playing you know, preseason teasers and prop bets as the vast bulk of your action. Um, I think someone, there was one professional handicapper talked about the food pyramid. He says he calls it the betting pyramid. He says, if you want to stay in balance and not get barred, you better be betting more MLB sides, NFL sides, NBA sides as in your core bets and fewer of the prop bets. If your pyramid's inverted, it's like eating too much ice cream and candy and pretzels. If that's all that you're uh, consuming, you're um, you're not going to be able to preserve your lifetime at a lot of books. Now, other books don't care. Circa, if you want to just bet props against Circa, they're fine with it. They'll take all comers. They don't bar anyone. That's why Circa in, in Vegas has really revolutionized the industry and um, has done great things. Similar question I want to get to. Darren Sabatka says he has a question for the Fezzinator. Here you're talking about different books and bet limits. Let's say they only take a $300 bet. What would stop anyone from going up to the window five times, betting the same game, getting down 1500 on a game? Uh, because they're going to get barred for unfair business practices. Uh, but I will say this. My friend Cutter, the bad Cutter, blackjack player, has literally made a living against a book in Vegas that every bet, this book flags every bet that's at $500 or higher. And they might have a thousand dollar limit on some games, 500 on others. And literally the bad cutter will bet $400. He'll wait like five minutes. He'll bet $350 more. He'll hit his car. This book has multiple different properties throughout town. We'll drive uh, on the 215 to the next one and just walk in and bet $450. None of it flags for approval. So in essence, something he really likes, he'll get down three, four bets, 1600, even though the limit's 500. Never use a player's card. They have no idea who, he's, who he is. He's done this for 25 years. Wow. Awesome. Let's finish on that story. That was amazing. He is the great at Fezzik Sports on Twitter. I'm at Ross Tucker NFL. This is the Even Money Podcast. Uh, we think it's the best betting podcast out there. A lot of people tell us that. It's pretty cool. Please spread the word about it. Check us out on social media at Ross Tucker Pod. Or check us out on YouTube if you want. YouTube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. We'll have a little bit of a bigger sample size next week to discuss after preseason week two. Other than that, good luck, everybody. Hope you guys win some money. Thanks for listening to the Even Money Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, the Fantasy Feast, Business of Sports, and the College Draft, all available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found.